It's May. Do you know this is a very special month today? <laughs> special month today. Special month this month. Because it's VE Day, isn't it? Or celebration of VE Day. May. Yeah, it is. By the time people listen to this, it would have happened. And everybody would have had wonderful street parties and celebrations. And, and do you know what I was thinking this morning when I woke up? I was brushing my teeth. Well, this is nothing unusual in that. I do that most mornings. And I thought... There's a sadness, actually, that came over me about the whole VAD, VE day thing. I don't know why. It just hit me this month. Maybe it's because of the whole lockdown thing. It's all a little bit more sensitive and grateful. Shush. What? Can you hear my bells coming? You'd say I'm inappropriate. All the oh, I can. Do you do this on purpose every single time we record this podcast? Do you whip round and say, look, I'm going to press record on this. Could you do me a little peel? Do you not think that was slightly poignant, though, with what you were just talking about? Yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, isn't that weird? It's just giving me goosebumps, sir. <laughs> Sorry, you carry it's on. Nice, though, I interrupted. Yeah. Sorry, mate. Wow. Yeah, I've organised a fly pass as well. Have you? Yeah. Well, are we going to get that like we had last time with all the... I'll phone, I'll phone the raff up, son. Don't <laughs> you worry. I've had a word. <clears throat> I've said Jez is going to talk a lot about it the day. Maybe you could sort out the lads coming by, so they, they, hopefully... As long as they don't let me down. Well, I will tell you whether they've let you down, because I've got my own ideas about what that might sound like. You know when you were cleaning your teeth this morning? Yeah. The only downside to what you were talking about, and the, the problem you, you sort of waffling on about street parties, yeah. and people ain't going to be having street parties, son. Well, no, my mum says she's having a street party. They're all coming out, and they're all going to sit in their front gardens and have... They've got oh. an agenda and everything. Have they? Oh, yeah. Do you know what? It's a time, I think, you know, that old contemplation you're going on. It's that yeah. sort of stuff that reminds me of my old granddads and my nans. And, and that idea as well is that, all right, what we're living through seems tough, but it ain't really, is it? No. <laughs> no, not at all. You know, five got, years. You've of, got to sit indoors and watch Netflix for eight weeks. It's hardly difficult, is it? And then all of a sudden, you know, you'll be there and then something will go off and you'll have to go in your bomb shelter and yes. someone's yeah. going to try and... That, for me, incredible. It's interesting, isn't it, how it's happened at that exact time that we're celebrating yeah. BE Day, that it does make you hopefully realise just how difficult this lockdown has been for everybody, and there's peaks and troughs, and we've spoken about that last month, and you know sometimes it really becomes a bit overwhelming. But in the grand scheme of things... No. Our ancestors would probably look at us and say, come on now. Yeah. It got an awful lot worse than this. If you think you're struggling now, yeah. heaven forbid anything worse happens and we end up in a you know in a situation with another world war or another serious conflict. And I can remember, I could my old granny would have sat there and given me some wise words. <laughs> would have been along the along the words of get your shite together, son. Yeah, Come sure. on. Let's crack on. But it's interesting about the reflection, because there's been a huge increase in the interest in gardening, hasn't there? I mean, a massive increase. Mind-blowing. Yeah. Um, I bet it's lovely for you, isn't it? I just feel that, I don't know, if some positive's going to come out of out of all this madness, is that we're going to get to the other side of this, and I'm going to have a load more gardening friends. Yeah. It's like if that side of it, questions for people that haven't got a clue, you know, never been really out in their garden before. Mind-blowing, absolutely mind-blowing. But even people that haven't got gardens, growing things on windowsills, this, that and the other, and... Yeah, incredible, mate, really. I think that's lovely, though, because it's something that, you know, anybody who is a 
gardener or as I say an outside space owner you know you don't have to have a massive garden at all um, there is I think something inherently really lovely Jez I've what? got to stop this I know what? you can't see this but what? my cat's just rocked up which one and now it's is it my favourite cat yeah which it one's is. the one that always attacks me well in a nice way Oh no, Ash. the nibbly one. Ash has just Aww. walked in. He's trodden all over everything. Aww. He's sort of gone over the computer. You probably check that your done the microphone. Computer is still <laughs> great. So last month was an absolute nightmare for me. He's purring. He's doing. <laughs> I think he's missing you. Oh, I hope so. He nibbles my ears and licks my ear and stuff. He's really. Cute. Are you getting any, mate? Am I getting any noise you know, from the? No. Oh, dude, we can't talk about that now, surely. Well, the way you started taking that part of the conversation, I'm just wondering whether you're feel a little bit deprived at the minute. That's all I've got, mate. That's all I've got. Your I'll cat. send you a couple of cat licks, all right? <laughs> <laughs> See if that helps you. I don't even want to know what that Bless looks you. like or is going to arrive like. Maybe that's what we need. What? You know, the nation needs a little bit of that at the moment. A bit of love. <laughs> I have so many questions. You have no idea how much I'm holding back right now, fella. <laughs> <laughs> You're always telling me to not be naughty and to. to, to I don't know. Maybe that's where I've got to, boy. Is it? Yeah. I think, I this, think life's all about love, isn't it? I think we definitely need Mrs. Frost on one of these. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be about love. Otherwise, is, what's the point? Do you know what? Every single time I've uploaded these podcasts to the software, right, that, that we host them on, it asks whether there's explicit content. <laughs> And you know, every single month I have to think, well, there, there was potential for explicit content, but, yeah, but we? I, no, I don't think we did. I'd love to do a podcast is when they go to upload it, it asks them, it, you know, what age they are. and Yeah. That would be a good podcast. Yeah, it would be. Do you know what we should maybe do? Here's a fun thing. Why can't we just do a, a, a late night one? When this is all over, do a late thing. night one. You know, and maybe I tell you some really bad stories about. Uh, we should do an after after hours locking version of Roots, yeah. Wings, and other things. We will, we'll do that. It Sorry, mate, it's the cat, that noising and the banging and whatever. It's, yeah, yeah, we will. Anyway, we we sort of I don't know if you know we've got started garden. yet, have we? No, sort of not really. No, so so an increase in gardening, I think that is going to be a wonderful thing that I hope people continue with because all gardeners or people that already garden or grow your own, even if you just grow a little bowl of salad at home, you know, that, that's a lovely thing. They'll tell you how joyful that is to plant a... I even have my... My goddaughter's two, right? Yeah. And her mum has started growing things from home so that Jess can watch, you know, the seeds go in and grow. And, and she's literally just got a tray on a windowsill, you know, that's all. Um, and she's absolutely loving it. She's over the moon by, you know, texting me saying, do I take them out now? Or, you know, what, what, is this, are they looking okay? And um, actually, I meant to ask you about questions because you must get, I mean, how do you manage that? You must get so many questions like on social media. Oh, don't. And you must. <laughs> don't. Oh, dear. Are you, I mean, I, what's the deal with all that? I am, um, I t- I think, you know, when you first start, it's fine because maybe you haven't got necessarily you know, the following is not necessarily that big. And then you're doing things like... You when you first start. Yeah, right. you know, and you start on social media and you're building okay. up following and then you can get back to everyone. Yeah, yeah. Then you start hosting things like Gardener's World and then all of a sudden you get questions coming from every single direction. Sure. I just can't keep on top of it. And yeah. especially at the moment, sometimes we, we manage to do some of it from the office, but there's no one in the office. Yeah. So there's me, Mrs Frost and one of the kids. But 
we can't get back to everything. Yeah. And then we even get emails about the fact that we haven't got back. And it's like, I, it's how I earn my living as well. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just sort of, yeah. and I think a little bit, maybe people do wonder that, you know, because you've got, you know, you work, you know, you do a bit of work for the BBC or this, that or the other, that, that they send you checks. But actually, mm. if I'm not working or doing anything, mm. then... I don't get any money, you know, yeah, so yeah, it's been a bit difficult. I mean, that led us to doing these Instagram lives on a Friday night. This is your new thing. So oh. tell us all about this. We've done two. R- right, it's right. Like... Okay. It sounds like it's a learning curve, oh, mate. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, anyway, we've done two. Um, we're doing another one this Friday. And... Um, and so what is it? What's the, what's the deal? Is it you Just answering five, questions? Yeah, or? well, what we're doing, we had loads of questions come in. Right. So the plan was, Mrs. Frost and, and number three, so Amber Lily, yeah. goes, right, we're going to do this. But I didn't even know what they were, I'll be yeah. honest with you, mate. So we're going to do this. Mrs. Frost, I'll ask the questions. You answer them. We'll do a few little projects, give people a bit of a tour around the garden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All happy. Nice. And me thinking I'll probably, you know, get in trouble with the great and the good from the BBC, but I got to that stage well. I don't care anymore. I'll be honest, I don't care anymore. Um, so, we get all set up, ready to rock and roll with the first one. Um, I didn't realise quite how much power it takes from the phone yeah. to actually do all that. Yeah, so yeah, actually, yeah. about 20 minutes in, the phone went dead. Oh no. But, the response was mind-blowing. Good. I think they thought we did it on purpose. Really? Start leaving them, you know. <laughs> you know when you get to the end of a programme and back next week and <laughs> it was a bit of one of them, you know. And... And so we did one last Friday, which was a really, you know, we were set up, we were organised. And Mrs Frost, I'll be honest with you, before we did it, I think she started on the gin a little bit early. Well, she misses me, mate. She does miss you, son, she does. So you think about it, right? I've got two girls that I love deeply, my wife and one of my daughters, in control of this thing. One's had a few gin and tonics. Neither one of them have been allowed out now for what, week seven or eight? Am I setting a scene for you? We start... Wait, I'm going to be tuning in next week. I can't wait. The first thing that happens is we do the questions bit. I'm doing a little bit in the, in the board. I look up, blah, blah, you know, Mrs Frost. Right, what's the first question, darling? Wrong question. Right. Wrong question for somewhere totally else in the garden for later on, you know. <laughs> this is what she does. And then... She proceeds, I'm trying to keep it together and talk to these lovely people that are tuned in. And all of a sudden the girls would just go off on a tandem and, <laughs> and the cats would join in. It was complete and utter chaos. But I think 99% of people enjoyed it. I think we got a few little grumpy saying, you know, a little bit more garden advice would be. Yeah. But I thought, well... Actually, if you want to see what my life is really like... <laughs> and why I can't get back to your question. This is what it's like. I am controlled by women. And, and yeah, so it was fun. Slightly so, bad. So when is it? What, what, um... We're doing it Fridays. Why this is all going on? Fridays at 5, 5.30, depending on what's going on. We're answering questions. Okay. And then we're doing updates. On your Instagram? On, on my Instagram, Which yeah. Which is not the same as your Twitter. So that no. one is Adam Frost Design? Something like that, boy. Okay. Yeah. Something like that. You know that more than me. You're better at all that than I am. Uh, well, I try. As we know. As we know. But, yeah, so it was slightly chaotic. But fun, though. But fun. Yeah, and we've had some wonderful messages about maybe there should be a television programme <laughs> yeah. about the Frosts at home, you know. Oh, like the Osborne. <laughs> yeah, could you imagine? Oh, I love it. Yeah, you can imagine. Mate, because I, wow. I know your family, 
it would be strikingly similar to the Osborne's. <laughs> You could maybe come and be the behavioural therapist that sorts it all out. <laughs> and that's interesting, though, as well. You spend... I feel, and a lot of people, I think, will get this. Obviously, you're... You know, we all live our lives and we're with our families, but we get time... A lot of us get time away from our families because we work or people go out of the house, this and that. This lockdown is so fascinating to, and interesting to actually spend that much time mm. with your family you know mm. the good the bad and the indifferent yeah, and sure. I've seen traits in my kids and you know and, and my missus where they all go to get their little bit of mm. solace and yeah. it's, it's fascinating I think um, what, and of course with that information it could either bring you together closer through understanding if you if you look at it that way and have the patience to think about it as greater knowledge about each other and greater connectivity or if you don't do that it will drive you further apart I think because you'll just spot the things that you didn't spot before that might annoy you or grate you but I think it's a wonderful opportunity to connect deeper with people in a way that because socially it is bizarre we don't spend this much time with you. I mean, you think about your kids. Your kids spend more time with their teachers than they do with you throughout the key developmental period of their life, right? And also, your other half. An awful lot of people who are married <coughs> that only see each other for dinner and, you know, a bit of cuddling in the evening for TV might spend a bit of the weekend together, but they've probably got their own social things that go off and do. You think about the amount of time you actually spend one-on-one with those sorts of people in your life. It's probably minimal. And suddenly we're being forced to spend all of our time with them, aren't we? So Should I be laid on the couch at this point? Well, tell me about your childhood, Adam. No. <laughs> I, th- I did think that was a little bit... There definitely was... The, the old therapist was, was in it? there, boy, I'm wasn't sorry, it? Mate. No, that was lovely. <laughs> I quite <laughs> like that. <laughs> Which brings me to Book of the Month. We're going to get this out of the way, because I want we want to get to some... Uh, this month, we've got some gardening tips and some bee tips um, and some fun stuff. Oh, I have to tell you about my chilli. How's it doing? Uh, well, that comes under the gardening tips. Oh, Please all right, son. Jump all right, the all right, right. right. I'm surrounded myself by gardening tips so that I've got visual references okay. to chat you through because Good I idea. do think that maybe some of the questions we could answer, actually, some of the questions that I get, you know, gardening questions that I get yeah. overlined. And, and in reality as well, I've had some bee questions, so I think oh, we could, hopefully yeah, that will come out of some of your stuff that as well. That sounds like a good idea. Oh, yeah, yeah, we could ask each other questions, like a normal relationship. Um, so book I've missed the, you. Book of the month. I have missed you, no, seriously. Right, book of the month um, is... You don't I'm think bit... I'm telling the truth, do you? Well, I can't tell. I can't wait to get to the other side of this, where we can do this how we planned, which was ultimately you and I covered with mud on our knees in a border. Getting a bit homoerotic now, mate, <laughs> isn't it? I knew I was going to take you there. I'm quite okay. <laughs> Keep going. What so, are you wearing? Muddy knees, muddy knees, eh? (laughs) Muddy knees, boy. Um, Not only do we need love, we need muddy knees. eh? It's amazing, isn't it, what happens when you lock you up? Mm. Lock you down, mate. Lock you down. That knocking up comes next, does it? Yeah, I think so, mate. (laughs) So, Book of the Month I haven't read yet, but I'm really excited about it. How do you know it's any good if you haven't read it? (laughs) Well, listen, you went went off the flipping rails with Scarf of the Month and Hat of the Month and all sorts of stuff, so I think you're right. Cap this month. Cap? No, I've got a cap on. Cap on? Yeah, I've got a cap on. cape on, darling? I've got one of my mate's caps on. Oh, a cap, like a baseball cap. Mr Smith. 
Mr. Smith. Paul. Paul Smith. Smith. Oh, the designer. Oh, you're wearing... Oh, right, so it's not his cap. Like, he designed it, as in... Oh, it could be. I mean, we get on well. Oh, so is that... Like... He's a wonderful man, he is. Is he? I met him years ago at Chelsea. Yeah. Was he into gardens, is he? Like yeah, gardens? loves to come to every press day. We met there and then one day dropped me an email saying, next time you're in town, do you fancy coming in for a cup of coffee? Oh, wow. Um, you know, we just got chatting and then periodically I'd go in and have a cup of coffee or he sends a message and... Um, yeah. That's it's amazing though, isn't it? Like, sorry boy, I've gone off on one. When life, I, when I can remember first going to work at, at Barnsdale for Jeff Hamilton and, and get me wages and occasionally, because I'm only, what, 50, what we, 50, 60 minutes from Nottingham and Paul Smith early shops were in... Nottingham, okay. you know, so that's where it started. So I'd go over there and spend money they didn't have yeah, yeah. on Paul Smith clothes. Yeah. Fast forward, you know, 25 years, and I get a Christmas card from the bloke. You know, a proper yeah. one, not just one for, you know, yeah, from yeah. the shops, yeah. a proper one, you know. Um, um, oh, and, you know, I see the old boy and he gives me a little bit of guidance here and there. That's pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah, that is very cool. I like it when there are people <clears throat> that you meet that are either... I wouldn't. I hate the term heroes, but it's used colloquially, right? The, the people that you've either looked up to, what you know of, or that you hold in whatever, for whatever reason, some sort of high regard or greater esteem, and it turns out that they are lovely humans. Yeah. Because there's an awful lot of people. I mean, between us, we probably know quite a lot of well-known people for various reasons, either personally or professionally or whatever. And some of them are. They just stand out because they are lovely people. And know. some of them are not quite what they well, are on the tin, is it? There, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that could maybe come up in the after night, the late yeah. night one, couldn't it? Mate, I'm after have to, I think you can drink, I won't, right? I'll have half a beer. Cause I had my monthly beer the other day, right? So I have beer. Because I always think pizza is much better with beer. So once a month I have a pizza and a beer, right? Um, but this beer, oh my gosh, I didn't have very much lunch. It went right to my head. But then I looked at it and it was 9.6%, which is quite high. Yeah, for that's beer. Do you want to stick to if you're going to, well, half, it doesn't really matter. I mean, that's, no, I had it that's still less than wine. But yeah, if you're looking about 3 or 4%. Oh, wow. Yeah. Look at me. I'm like, I'm proper butch, mate. I'm like, yeah, that was, boy, that was out there. That was wild stuff, mate. That's oh, craft. That's why I only you do know, it once a month. Yeah. It's like crystal meth, that. You know, yeah. you don't want to do that all the time. Which yeah. probably do never actually is an official statement, I should make. Yeah, see, that's the difference with our house. It's not, you know, is sort of pizza is better with beer. Yeah. Is beer is better with pizza. Right, okay. That's how it works in <laughs> our house. So, right, we've got a beer. What should we have of it? Yeah. Pizzas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fine. You know, yeah. So, listen, look at the Go, mic. Sorry, right, boy. So, I've not read it because there were. <laughs> I, I had. I thought I'd mix it up a bit because I've re I read pro I read prolifically, but I'm really particularly excited about this one. It's by two Japanese authors called, um, and I forgive me if you're Japanese or if you speak Japanese. I would love to know how to pronounce this properly. I think it's Ichiro or Akiro Kishimi and Fumitaki Koga. Right, so those are the two are authors: Ichiro Kishimi and Fumitaki Koga, and the book is called The Courage to Be Disliked. Yeah. What now? I've listened to it. Have you? Yeah, on a podcast. Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, seriously, okay, not a podcast great. on you know on audio books. Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I've done it. Oh, okay, great. Oh, did you get in there? I've, I've done it before you. Right, I've got. So you one. think you're clever, right. son? <laughs> <laughs> I'm rubbing off on you. Um, hey. <laughs> all right, so you, you, it's good. I'm yeah. gonna like it, am I? Really good. Do you know what? Um, now that 
we've started talking about this. I think we've spoken about this. This is the one that's the conversation, I think, if I'm remembering rightly, it's conversation between... An elder. Elder and a, and a younger yeah. lad. I think and, I bought it because you mentioned it. And oh, it's... nuts. I am affecting you, see? Yeah. Um, so incredibly, deeply. yeah. And I, I've, I've told Amber Lily, the 15-year-old, as you would imagine, she's at that point in her life when yeah. life's a little bit up and down and she's asking a lot of yeah, questions. Yeah, sure. Um, also, I'll talk to you about that again in a minute. Like, you're bloody online bullying, doing my head in. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I've told her to listen to it, but it's an incredible book, mate. Yeah, I'd say to anybody to... Um, oh, I can't either get it as an audio and, yeah, you know, when yeah. you're out walking, have a listen. Um, but if not, yeah, good because read. Because the other thing I bought... So I, I had some Waterstone vouchers for my birthday, right? Um, which was the 29th of March, for your reference next year, because you missed it this year. Um, and one of... There were two gardening books. I didn't, I didn't books. miss it. There were two... I didn't miss it. Well... I just didn't send anything. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know that. There were two gardening books about your mate, or the... You, the I don't know if he's your mate, but... You know you said the RHS um, published a book... Uh, called RHS Your Wellbeing Garden. Yeah, Alistair. Yeah, Alistair, right. So I bought that, and I've had a flip through that, and I tell you what, I'm chomping at the bit to read that. It looks phenomenal. Um, And the other book I bought, and again, I've not read any of these, because it was a big bundle of them I bought. I bought Michelle Obama's Becoming. Uh, That's supposed to be Yeah, that's meant to be good, isn't it? Yeah. Um, But the other one I bought was the No Dig Organic Home and Garden book um, by uh, Charles, is it? Dowling? Dowling, Dowling, yeah, yeah, good, good, mate. He's, he's. I mean, he's got that absolutely nailed inside out. Because that's a really out. interesting yeah. idea. I tell you what, read the book. Read the book. It is interesting. Yeah. It's not as straightforward as the problem is. I think it's one of those you pick it up and go, well, that's easy. Yeah. You know, sure. I ain't got a dig. Well, yeah. that's got to be better, isn't <laughs> <Yeah>. it? <laughs> you know. So I, I think you can get sucked in. I, I, it's a little bit more compli- complex, I should say, yeah. than than what it is. So and it does. You mean that in a respectful way? Yeah, in a respectful way. Than, yeah, the yeah. man's the man's. He understands yeah. it inside out and and sure. can really do. I, the one bit I fall down with is when I'm fed up. I like digging. Yeah, sure. So it doesn't really work for me because you know I'll have a row with Mrs F and I want to go and dig something up yeah, or yeah, go and yeah. dig some ground and. But if anything, it does sort of show you, and we've touched on this, but not nearly enough, I don't think. We should definitely explore it now. We're getting into proper growing seasons. I think a lot of these podcasts have been um, uh, philosophical to an extent because we've not been able. We've been yeah. preparing, haven't we? We've been yeah. talking about seeds and preparing the soil and all that kind of jazz. We'll come to that in a second. I've got an interesting question this week from a listener, um, but. Um, I think the interesting thing for me about gardening that is so similar to beekeeping is there are so many have-a-go heroes. Everyone's got their own little take on it, and yeah. that's okay because ultimately whatever's right for you is okay, isn't it? Yeah, I, th- I think Lots the gardening... Lots of ways are doing the same thing. Yeah, I've, I've said it to you before, me, and I, that you know, there's a fear factor with gardening. You pick a book up sometimes and it can tell you if you don't prune something yeah. on the third Wednesday in March... The whole world's going to come to an end. Yeah. In reality, that's not. Part of gardening is about just getting your hands in the soil. Sure. Boom, point one. But but also, part of it is the journey of, of what does well, what doesn't do well, you know, and not to be disheartened by things that fail, things that get eaten. Boom, boom, boom. I wrote an article the other day, and I finished it off more or less to say, along the lines of, of what is it with our obsession with slugs and aphids? Mm. You know, gardening is a bit like life. Yeah. It's about balance. Of course it is, yeah. And I think that's what you should be chasing. And interestingly enough, I think I've... I was, I'd was, i started to change the way that I'm gardening, I think, over the last four or five years. And the interesting bit with this 
is that with this lockdown and having so much more time, not only does the garden look quite tidy, by the way, but but I've spent a lot of time by myself with my own thoughts and one person keeps coming back and um, it, you talk about, you know, we talk about Paul Smith and heroes and things, um, Jeff Hamilton, mm -hmm. who to gardeners was mm -hmm. and probably still is his hero and I was lucky enough to work for the fella. He's been sat there. Mm. When this man was talking about organics, peat free, you know, stop ripping up limestone pavements and destroying our countryside mm. 30 plus years ago, you know. And this little thought had come into my head as to wonder what he would have made of this. You know, what if we had said, boy, what? Because he always called me boy. You know, how do we, how do we garden our way out of all this? How do we grow our way out of all this? And I know this is all getting a bit deep, so I ain't had anything to drink. I promise. Um, and it's taken me to a place, and I was meant to be at Chelsea, wasn't I, doing this this yes, garden yeah. about biosecurity, and and I think that. For me, it's taken me to a place, and, and ultimately it is a couple of things, really. For me, gardening is about balance. So it's about balance of, of how I garden with, with wildlife, how I balance my life using gardening, but also how I garden for another generation. So some of what I'm planting now... For the future, you mean? Yeah. Right. You know, what I'm selecting. So if you think about it as a designer, I was taught very much to go down the road of less is more, big, bold, simple, all those sort of... Yeah, yeah. Actually, with the gardener sat on my shoulder, that's not the way forward anymore. Yeah. You know, the way forward for me is is diversity. Well, it's because know? I think gardening suffers the same as many other things in, um, in human groups in as much that they become cliques and fads and phases and you feel like yeah. you've got to do what everyone else is doing right and the lovely thing about gardening is that you can do whatever's right for you in the space you've got and whatever you want to do right yeah and i think that's partly been you've played your part in that but you know with bringing the bees over and making me you know i've always been obviously aware of the bees and, yeah, sure. and trained with them when we were at college but the bees were just part of my everyday life you know yeah. but you've made me very aware of the part that they're playing in the garden, plus also the other 250 varieties. Yeah, <laughs> the, yeah. the, um, I like varieties, it's better, I like yeah, varieties. Um, you know, and, and, and even that, you know, the knock-on of, of their predators, and actually they all play a part as well, and the knock-on of this and the knock-on of that, and, you know, it is just all one big pot mm -hmm. that everything plays its part, and I think as a gardener, I just want to provide a space that everything can join in mm -hmm. if something gets eaten it gets eaten i plant something else if yeah. something else happens then something else and you know it's interesting i've got um, one of the shrubs is is covered um in a load of black fly you know right and i'm just leaving it i did haven't even this year just run my hands up or, or yeah. anything i've just i've just left it and i know within a week or so something will be in there Something yeah, will be like in there. Yeah, something, something will be having a pop at it, mate. You yeah, know, yeah. And, and that's the bits now that are putting the smiles on my face. Yeah, that's interesting. So I think this time has really led me down that road of, of backing off. Yeah. Backing off and and letting the garden be a little bit. And I know some people will say, yeah, but you've got the space to do that. And but I think even in a small space, you know, letting it chucking some leaves behind the shed or. Don't worry about the back of the border or... Teaching patience. Yeah, even though I, I, I read the other day, mate, all right, that one bee species, I can't remember, lives in a snail shell. 
Yeah, maybe you're saying that. Maybe you can update me that on next time, because I can't remember what it was. And so I thought, well, even if I find dead snail shells... Yeah. Just chuck them somewhere. Yeah, a little pile of them somewhere. Yeah. Lovely, wouldn't it? Add them to your bug house or to your, um, yeah. your little uh, bug hotel or something. Yeah. Yeah. The solitary bees will find anywhere that is, um, you know, small and, and, and safe and contained like that. And I, suppose, I mean, a snail, a snail shell, if you think about it, just like a lot of sea creatures' shells as well, are perfect because they tuck right round into that yeah. little nook and cranny, don't they? They've yeah, got a they, little... there's a wonderful line by Frank Lloyd Wright, the... Um, the architect talks about, you know, ultimately the snail created the perfect, the yeah. perfect home. Yeah, yeah. You know, when you think about it, I mean, it, you, you look at it, it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's beyond beautiful, actually, isn't it? You know, but you imagine, you know, you, you can carry it around with you and then you can just yeah. at night go, oh, actually, this is all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no drafts, yeah. really snugly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. <clears throat> it's, you know, yeah. the interesting thing about that as a conversation is that um, I have noticed that because of the wet we've had and the warm we've had the lawn at home has just gone amazing and the daisies this year have spread yeah. everywhere like they are everywhere i never remember there being that many daisies last year um, and dandelions and i've left them because obviously i've not mown the lawn as frequent even i've we have quite a big bit of lawn so somebody that comes in and mows um, a, a bit of the lawn and I left it, and I because I always leave it a little bit longer because yeah. the dandelions are great for yeah, the bees yeah. and other pollinators. And I thought, you know what, this looks really pretty. Yeah. There's movement in it. There's peppered colour. Yeah. You know, people talk about how lovely it looks when the blossom falls on the lawn, and you get all those flecks of. And yeah. I thought it's the same thing, but we've decided that you shouldn't have daisies. That in we the can lawn. control it. Yeah, it's that whole. And what a waste of just a bit of green. What a waste. Yeah, it's the whole monoculture thing, isn't it? Yeah. And, and yeah, it's interesting when I say monoculture, there's lots of different grasses, but it's interesting, you know, the, the, the sort of the turf specialists and this, that and the other will get, you know, very grumpy about you saying it. But there's a big school of thought now that, you know, that actually not to worry about your lawn quite so much uh -huh, and, and uh -huh. use it, you know, and use it as another habitat. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, sure. You know, there's there's definitely something to be said for it. So, um, bouncing off of that, because that's my um, book yeah. of the month that isn't a book of the month, uh, but some other books of the month that I'm really excited about reading as well. Um, album of the month, Mr. Frost, or have you got a hat? I've got a hat, which was we said, so I've got right. a nice hat in the month. But actually, <laughs> I've decided, yeah, Paul might send me one, might he? He'll send me another one. <laughs> Smith, I hope you're listening to this, boy, you could send me a hat. <laughs> Do you think he listens? You should uh, ask him. He'd send it, it, he would if I sent it to him. Right, well, that yeah, might would. be an idea. Yeah, <laughs> it would be an idea. He's doing some nice stuff online, actually, just about inspiration, and, yeah, he's worth following on the Instagram Paul Smith bits. Paul was the first, my first suit, because my yeah. um, dress is, like, the most juxtaposed it could ever be, right? I'm either, like, super sharp in a suit or looking like an old farmer. And my first ever suit when I was at school was uh, Paul Smith. I saved up all my So you money. went to school and you had a Paul Smith suit? No, 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 I didn't, I didn't wear it to school. Unbelievable you are. But I, but I had it. Do you know what my biggest thing I ever had when I was at school? A yellow Tashini tracksuit. And I thought I looked the dogs, mate, I, I tell you. I bet you did as well. A yellow Tashini Quite literally, mate. I must have looked like a banana. Or a giant ball. That was house. a lanky streak, like, you know, I must have looked. And I actually thought, mind you, saying that, uh, oh, wow. The number, Oakley, the yeah, number yeah. four. The troublesome one at the minute. So he's come downstairs the other day. Have you watched any of Our Country? Mm, our no. country, your country, our country. It's no. about the Cotswolds, and it's right. the 
um, the, the two cousins, they're actually brother and sister in real life. It's hilarious. It's very funny. And and so periodically we've had certain programmes that we've gone to as a family yeah, and nice. watched an episode of this, an episode yeah. and this, an episode. So the other day we, we're watching this, and I think the lad's name's Kurt. Right. So he's got the old, with his hair down here, and, and he's got curtains. Curtains, right? do you remember and, that? And, Kurt, and Kurt's quite an interesting character, you know. And the next morning Oakley comes down. Obviously all our hairs are slightly longer. He's done the curtains, <laughs> and he's got a chain on. Right. And he thinks he looks... Oh, he's proper serious. He's not messing around. He's no. like, look at this, I'm going to go for this look. He walks in, and we've just all... <laughs> everybody's frozen. Like, it was like a little moment. It's, <laughs> what has he done? <laughs> how does, how does he think, at 13, by any... You know, and, and, and bear in mind, like, Kurt's a... You know, he's, he's a sort of... He's a bit of a... A lad in this program, but not the brightest spark in the book. Uh-huh. So my son has decided that he's going to base himself, you know, on a, on a lad from Cotswolds, <laughs> and he couldn't even see why we started laughing yeah, yeah, or yeah. taking a Mickey yeah. or anything. Incredible, isn't it? Can I could I possibly ask you to try this time what you to want? answer album of the month? Yeah, I well, know it's difficult. Well, what about a poem? Oh, Lord alive, Frosty. Oh, what about a poem? Could we have poem of the month? Oh, God. Look, I mean... <laughs> you, yes. should be, you should actually be impressed, all right? You uh, try to get me to read more, and because I don't read, yeah. then you, you, you try and, you know, I've seen your little remarks on social media about me. <laughs> don't worry, I do pay a little bit of attention. I know that I'm looked upon as the dim one out of the two of us, and you, no, you're you the posh boy and not, the clever boy, and they all, they all look to you as, you know, as the leader. I think right, so actually, I'll tell you a little bit about me. Actually, I'm quite into poetry. I, I actually, one year, I did a garden based on John Clare, romantic poet. Yeah, that's Claire's a chari- Cottage, is Claire's Cottage. Yeah, well, I've got to talk to you about that, because you're going to get involved in a certain charity, but I'll talk to you about that again. Oh, um, I love how forceful you are. I love it when you get aggressive. But, so I do like a little bit of poetry. Yeah. And then anyway, I got sent this one. Right, it's Max Boyce. Uh-huh. Lovely, wonderful Welsh. Yeah. And it's, I think it's called Just the Tide Went Out. This is what you sent me on WhatsApp. Yeah. It was, be- was that him reading it? Yeah. He's, it he's got a great voice, hasn't he? Incredible, isn't it? Beautiful. So it's on YouTube, but I think if you type in Max Boyce. Yeah, let me go to my messages. Yeah, Max Boyce. Just the Tide Went Out. I love about it. It's one minute. I could feel me well in a little bit. Yeah. The next thing, there's on the back of my neck, stand up. Mm. And by the end of this poem, I've got a proper smile on my face. Yeah, beautiful. You, um, yes, so the one you sent me is a link to YouTube. Max Boyce's coronavirus poem, Just the Tide Went Out. Yeah. yeah. And actually, I would say, don't go find the text. Absolutely listen to it like listen to that that yeah. you sent me because him reading it was beautiful wasn't it oh, it's got a lovely voice as well yeah could you could you uh, say I've got an album as well though hang on could you say Pwim Pwim yeah Pwim because all the posh people say it don't they they don't have hats they have hits and they don't say poem they say Pwim Pwim see you can I can't even go it's a poem isn't it John well yeah it is a poem yeah. who's John well that's what you say you know in my hey. sort of world poem John isn't it it's a poem 
a poem. What do you mean betterment? I think I, do, I like about poems, they're just short stories. Yes. They cut, they, let's be honest, right? What a poem does really well. It cuts all the rubbish out. I'll tell you what, though, mate. What's your don't stance it? it cuts on... the filling out, though, doesn't it? It does, but what's your stance on rhyming? No, they don't all have to rhyme. Oh, they do. No, they don't. Oh, it sort of makes me twitch when they don't. I'm waiting for the, the da-da-da-dum, and when it doesn't come, I'm like, oh, right, it's all a bit... I think it's more intelligent if they don't rhyme, isn't it? I don't know. I don't read them quick enough for them to rhyme anyway. <laughs> By, by the time you get to, you've forgotten what the rhyme were. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go on. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, so, oh, so I'm still, um, I'm still digging back deep into, um, into the depths. I've gone to Pink Floyd. Oh mate, I, I grew up on Pink Floyd. My dad is obsessed you... with Pink Floyd. I is love it? Pink Floyd. So I've gone for album. Yeah. And actually, it arrived yesterday as a vinyl as well. And you love your vinyls, don't you? Ah, You're and it came. Cool you are. And it came. Right. So the boys ordered one for himself, the oldest, and he ordered mine at the same time. And it's it's come in a in in a sort of a, like a black sleeve, with a, with a sticker on the front of it. Yeah. And that's before you even unwrap it. Yeah. And get to the next <laughs> bit. Yeah, it's like wow. And obviously the Floyd, um, you know, there. Their album covers were quite yeah. something, you yeah. know. Um, so it's it's wish you were here. Oh mate, I love that. And and, yes. and partly I've yes. made the I've made. So obviously the little one's been driving me a little bit crackers. The other day he's he's winding everyone up. He thinks it's it's a bit like that little black cat that we've got. Ash, he just yeah. gets bored and wants to wind everyone up. I come down the other day and I went. I'd sat up early and got up early and I'd watch Grayson Perry. I like Grayson yeah. Perry and he's doing this lockdown yeah. art at home thing, you know. And I said to the boy, right, you've got two choices. You watch Grayson Perry and you either watch that and then you draw for an hour yeah. every day or you listen to Wish You Were Here by Pink Floyd, the whole album, yeah. and then you practice on those drums that we bought you for half an hour every day. Yeah. That's not a bad choice, is it? No, it's not. Did he have a meltdown? A little bit. You know. What did he go for? Which option? He's not yet. Oh, he's, not, he's still thinking about no, it. No, he's spoiled anybody's mother. Oh, OK. You know. I think I need to. But I need to intervene. I'll speak to Mrs Frost. Can you? Yeah. So I wish you were here. But the album, it means something to me as well. Partly, you know, that. I love Floyd. I love that. What I suppose they meant to the... What they mean to the musical world. Mm -hmm. um, but there's a song in that album that, that Mrs Frost and I used to play quite a lot when we got oh. together. I'm not going to tell you which one it is. You can tell me. Oh, I'd like that. You can tell me. You have a listen to... Go back and listen to that album song, again. if you know what I mean? Yeah, a little bit of it. We've got mm. lots of those songs. You know what I'm like. I, I, you know, she's probably played it for you as well, but <laughs> thinking about it. I don't know why I even went down that road, really. That was silly, wasn't it? Hey, I just had a brilliant idea, mate. Wouldn't a Pink Floyd garden be flipping lovely? Like a Pink Floyd inspired guy. Yeah. Ah, no. What's his name? The drummer. I met him last year at Chelsea. All right, but back to my. Nick point. Mason. <laughs> Nick Mason. Yeah. I'm sat, having been makeup done. Boom, boom, because yeah. I'm rock and roll. Yeah, yeah. Next to Nick Mason's missus, they oh, came to Chelsea. Cute. I've come out. Nick Mason's obviously stood outside the changing room waiting for me, yeah, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, 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 no waiting, yeah. yeah. I have a conversation with Nick Mason. That's nice. I've come home and told the oldest boy he's blown away, isn't he? Yeah. Like, what? He spoke to Nick Mason. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And actually, it was that album and this particular song that I was asking oh, nice. him about. Yeah, because he's mad into his cars, isn't he? Yes. Nick Mason's got yes. 
a load of Ferraris, isn't he? Yeah. But well, um, he loves his garden. Yeah, loves all his gardening as well, oh, and his, his missus loves her garden. You should think about that. We should, or I don't know, we should that, I've, have a little reflect on that. I think a Pink Floyd inspired garden could be amazing because it'd be colours, zingy colours yeah, and yeah, weird yeah, stuff yeah. and odd ways of planting stuff and angles and, and loads of different textures. You just want to learn how to grow your own drugs, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> That's all it is. You think I'm daft, honestly, son. You can, I, can, I can more or less hear your little brain ticking. Do you know, I wonder how many that's growing there is going on in this country at the moment in the lofts. Yeah, well, you've got to be a bit careful with all that. There's nothing, I, I do not endorse that. No, nor do I. I don't endorse any But I bet there's some. You can get wonderfully high on life. Um, so, like, yeah, I've never really, yeah, of I can't the months, that thing. Right, of the months. Last month we sort of flirted with yeah, the idea we better of do growing. plant of the month, right? Yeah. But there's a question that came in on Instagram um, and... I thought this might be quite an interesting thing because it's about the right sort of time. So there's a lovely lady uh, who doesn't give her name. Um, and because I don't really do Instagram in a sort of technical way, I can't work out how to find her name. But she says, any top tips on interpreting soil tests? Um, she, said, she said, I'm aware there is a level of inaccuracy, especially based on the price we paid. So I'm guessing she didn't spend very much on this testing kit, right? Um, but she says, we're getting ourselves in knots as um, our never farmed land has low nitrogen, high to medium levels of phosphorus, medium levels of potassium, alkaline pH. That's confused me already. Everywhere implies low nitrates and due to poor farming management. Should I leave and not treat the nitrogen and watch how flowers respond or be proactive? Wow, that's not that's not somebody that's just t- tested it on a basic level, <laughs> you know. Um, reality is, I suppose if you if you look at it on two levels, I suppose if you look at it on on the farming conversation, then you know it's been talked about enough that that you know we've stripped the quality of our soils over the years. Yeah. Um, as far as a gardening level, I think a basic gardening level, I'd want to understand first of all. Not so much necessarily about the quality as far as, you know, the nitrogen and all that sort of side of things. I'd want to know what I've got as far as acid and lime. Okay, that's the important thing, is it? Just a nice simple test of finding out whether you've got a lime-based soil or an acid-based soil. Why are those important? Because obviously that starts to dictate the type of plants that you're going to grow. Okay, so they're broadly split into two camps. Yeah, really. And and if you think about it logically, the further you go into acid... The smaller the list gets, the further you go into lime, the smaller the list gets. Okay. Most things grow just either side of neutral. Okay. So a prime example around us where we live, mate, yeah. is, and not just using your garden, using your the gardens around you and the wider yeah. landscape, we don't necessarily see a rhododendron, an azalea, no. a pyrus, anything like that. Our woodlands wouldn't be... No, you know, they're in which, pots. Which leads you to the place that we haven't got acid soils. Yes. Also, you look at our houses, they're built of things like limestone. Yeah. You know, we've got an old Roman quarry here. You know, you, the whole area is... So that leads you down that road. So not only have you the simple little testing kits, but also you can... You know, you can actually look around you, see what's growing in That's other people's gardens. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that I would say the first port of call. As far as putting back goodness into soils, interestingly enough, if we go back to the Barnsdale thing and the Jeff Hamilton thing, I mean, it, part of his garden that he built on was an old, was an old piece of farmland, 
and it took a long time to get that soil back I to really good, usable garden soil. Yeah. But all we used to do in reality was was add organic matter. Yeah. So there, same as what I use really, is, was manure. Yeah. Um, but there's you know there's lots of different ways of getting organic matter. It's a matter of going online, finding what you can find available yeah. around you. Um, and it would take a lot of it if the yeah, soil was taking a beating. It, it would take it's a like lot of it. Got yeah. really, really dry hands. Yeah. And you put a little bit of moisturiser on it, and just just sucks, sucks it, it all up. up, right? Yeah. So so, so th the soil, like anything else, is a, is a bit of a journey. Yeah. So I would say not to stress too much, but but methodically, you know, over the next few years, just sure. year in year out, keep putting that goodness back into the yeah. soil. What you can do when you're planting. Is is news like look at the mycorrhizal fungus and things yeah. like that. I think for soils that are really quite poor um, or you know new, haven't been gardened, that sort of thing, the mycorrhizal fungus are uh, yeah. are really important. Somewhere like you know my garden, or if you've got an older garden that's been established for a long period of time, then you know that that soil ultimately, you know, you pick it up. We go to your old boss, mate. I always say you pick up a handful of good soil, mate. There's a Walt Disney movie yeah. going on in there, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so without getting over technical, for me, it's just slowly, slowly organic matter. If you're going to plant new stuff, if you put the mycorrhizae fungi in, that will help yeah. that, you know, that wonderful sort of build up. And, and then the soil will eventually will develop that life of its own. We should probably point out that your reference to lime is alkaline, right? Yeah, 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 cool, you do it, yeah. I just mean, I just tend to, yeah, you know what I'm like. I think I, well, it's the same thing, right? But if you're sat yeah. there thinking, oh, I've not heard of, you know, what, what's lime and the lime end of the spectrum, but it literally is, a, you know, lime as in limestone. It's just yeah. a very low piece. Yeah. Um, so um, that brings us, I think, beautifully and neatly onto something we spoke a little bit about last month, because um, that was quite a complex and technical question, right? And, yeah. and what I think we're both, one of the things that brings us both together is this kind of no-nonsense approach and a calm approach to what we both do, right? I thought that's because you like me. What, why I'm, well, I mean, look, there's an element of that as well, right? I mean, we could maybe get this sponsored by Attitude magazine, the way this is all panning out, mate. You think we could? So, um... Hey. Now what? you're talking, aren't you? Now you go down the old merch view, eh? <laughs> That would, we could be merchants. Yeah, we could we could be you know. I said to you before about us having the faces on thongs and stuff, and you were totally against it. Are you sort of coming around to the idea now then? I think it'd be really good if I like had a jock strap with. <laughs> that would be, that would make me laugh. <laughs> that would make me laugh. That would. Yeah, that, you know. Yeah. I mean, I can get some samples run for your birthday. Yeah, I maybe do? my head's gone. <laughs> maybe my head's gone the wrong way now. No, it's not. No, let's get back on theme. Let's get it, yeah, I, I, yeah, I am embracing it, but I think I've gone. So we spoke about back to basics, didn't we? And so this is a beautiful, yeah. I guess, segue to say, um, you know, that those things you can get almost obsessed and carried away with some of the technical stuff. Yeah. But we said we would offer a couple of little back to basic ideas, really simple, like the most simple that you can think of. So I know I'm putting you on the spot a bit, but um, have you got a couple of like? You know, almost, like, so if you're a seasoned gardener, you'll think, oh yeah, I know that, but that's okay. There are an awful lot of people that aren't seasoned gardeners, an awful lot of people that won't know, you know, can you put multiple seeds in individual cells of, you know, seed trays, or, um, you know, if you've got a pot of something, something grown in a pot, you can plant flowers around the outside of it as well. You know, you don't have to have, you can have a tree or a bush in a pot, you know, but you can also put flowers in the pot as well, you know. You yeah, can, I, I don't I know, I'm making these up. I know, I can, can tell. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
lucky enough, I've surrounded myself with a few bits like you. I was prepared that you might ask me something today because we did say we'd talk a little bit more about, you yeah. know. Um, I think if it, where we are at the moment, the grow your own, you know, I ain't talking to a couple of mates that have got, you know, seed companies and that are selling, you know, the, the grow your own. They're just selling out. They, they can't keep on top. Some of them are like two, three weeks behind just sending seeds out. Yeah, I mean, you know, because of the horticultural industry being being hit in so many ways, it is nice to hear a positive story. But so it, actually what it's made me do is is try lots of different things. Mm. So what I'm doing is, I, for instance, I'm picking up the back of the seed packet. I mean, I've got here grown in little modules, just some cut again, come again salad leaves. And yeah. what I've done is I've sown some literally in an old strawberry pot. You know the strawberry you know, containers come in those plastic yeah, you know, yeah. bits? I've kept all those. You, you mean from the supermarket when you buy like a punnet? Yeah, punnet, yeah. yeah. So I've kept all those. That's so I've got idea. some come and, come and cut again yeah, yeah. in there. But they've got holes um, in the bottom. Holes well, in the bottom. Idea, yeah, yeah, put those on a little dish and they can go on a windowsill yeah. quite happily. I've put them in those little modules that you're talking about, so you've got individual plugs. Yeah. And I'm growing those on to get them to a, a reasonable size. When I say a reasonable size, probably about three inches, so 75 mil, something like that. Yeah. I've put more than one seed in each sort of plug yeah. and then I'm going to plant those out into the garden. Right. So that's another way of, of hopefully helping myself you know, give myself a little bit. I can protect them easier if yeah, they're in yeah. the tray. Yeah. And some I've just sown straight in the garden. Okay. Um, Are they all being ravaged by rabbits? No, I mean, I've stuff? covered, I've netted everything okay. over. So I've I found every single bit of old netting in the back of the shed that we've got going, and it's all <laughs> had an outing this year. Yeah. Um, and and I've done it very much that way. And I've taken that approach with, with most things that I'm growing. Um, interesting enough, I, I'd sow some peas online just some snap peas for the for the kids in an, in a basic um i suppose like a shallow trench two yeah, inches yeah. deep x long and then you place place your beans more, more or less in a in a double or a triple row um into into linking them you know so you've got i don't know i'm trying to explain this is quite difficult but four inches four inches four inches and then the other row is sits in the middle of that four inches does that make sense so you do a line of <coughs> seeds like left yeah. to right like a like a line on a book yeah and then the... Like um, laying bricks, I suppose. The next yes, ones sit over. They stagger. They stagger. That's yeah. the word you're looking for. Well so done. So the idea is that you've got, um, say, a seed and then a five centimetre space, for example, yeah. and then a seed. But the next row, you would have no seed, five centimetre, or, or a seed in the gaps. Yeah, so, that's it. Yeah, yeah, and okay. I've done those in blocks, interplanted okay. with other plants. So I'm growing them a little bit like um, Bucks's, Bucks's hedges. Sweet corn. Yeah, sweet corn you have to grow in blocks because of the way that it gets pollinated. Yes. Yeah, so, so you can't grow that, that in a what row. block planting is Yeah, then? so, so well, for sweet corn, the... sweet corn you put in a block, so basically as the air comes through, that then pro okay. you know, produces the pollination. If you put them in a row, then, then it won't. So they're blocked. Um, but the, if we go back to the peas, the peas I've grown like that, but I've also, I've also just grown the peas individually okay. in pots. Yeah. Um, and I've grown them just in, these are only in, in tiny little three-inch pots, just pop one pea in. Yeah. And as they're coming up, what we've done is I've just pinched all the tops out of them when yes. they've got to us, when you they're edible. Those, so we ate them all. Yeah. And now the plants are starting to shoot again. Yeah. I'll grow them on again. I'm starting to sort of harden things off now. Yeah, you know, yeah. bear in mind there was still a frost this well, week. So talk to us, that, that can be one of the basic things. What's hardening off? What's so so of if you're growing it? something inside or in a greenhouse or in a cold frame, 
obviously what you don't want to do it's it's like logic you think about it basically if if you're inside and you're lovely and warm and you're in a t-shirt you know and then all of a sudden the wind comes from the east everything freezes down and you come out and it's minus one yeah you're going to feel very cold very quickly and actually if you stay out there long enough it's going to do you some damage type thing it's the same scenario if you take plants from the perfect you know growing hot conditions that you're controlling straight out into the garden you're just going to shock them you're going to put them in the colder soil you know the air around them is going to be cold you're just going they're going to sit there and go what have you just done Whereas if you can start to open your greenhouse up or if it's on the windowsill, open the windowsill. Okay. Maybe put your little trays out the back door in the yeah, daytime, yeah. open your cold frame up. And then you go from that, from opening them during the day to maybe just, you know, it's a reasonable night, leave yeah. it open at night. And then you so what you're doing is you're slowly transitioning yeah. to the point where these plants are a lot hardier sure. and you can then plant into the garden. You can more or less feel, it's quite interesting, you can, you grow something inside mm. feel the leaf on it yes very and then uh, uh, very sort of um, tender and, and soft and very much so yeah. and then actually if you start to harden over a period of time you get used to more or less feeling the leaves and okay. you, you can tell that everything's just starting to literally firms up. up a bit yeah. literally hardens up yeah so so in that sense nice. it's even like with the courgettes i'm i've got um we've grown a lot of courgettes as everybody always does but some of those um, strangely enough I've, i don't know where they've come from i found some old chimney pots Right. In the back of the shed. Like proper Jimmy Potts, yeah. like those Victorian ones. Yeah. Oh, stunning. I got one of those, but it took me ages to find. I don't know where it's come from. Oh, I, obviously, lovely. what it is, is I've Stolen thought it. some... Well, probably. Yeah. I've obviously thought somewhere along the line, that'll come in handy. Yeah, and it You is. know, I'd probably take them off a site somewhere, I would imagine. Not somebody's house. Yeah. Um, well. So I've got those out, and I've I've arranged those in, in one part of the garden. Nice. And I'm going to put a courgette yeah, yeah, yeah. in those and, and grow the courgettes down yeah, the side. Yeah, so, really nice. Yeah. And the one thing that I am trying that's a little bit different, so if you could get your hands on any seeds that are a bit different, is this um, Malba spinach. Malba spinach. I think I might talk to you about We've sowed them. There you go. I'll send you some. Thanks. I will send so you some. So why is it different? The leaf's very, very thick. I don't know a great deal about it, and I would like to sit here and wax lyrical, but I don't. My what does ma- it taste like? My Have ma- you got it there? Yeah, it, what does it the, taste the, like? I don't know. Well, eat it. Well, he didn't tell me whether you could eat it raw, but spinach. Of course, you can eat it. it tastes salad. like spinach. It tastes like spinach. Yeah, don't worry, I'm full neither. I was going to say. But actually, the <laughs> leaf. Little button. The leaf is very, very thick, leathery. Right. Okay. Um, my mate said that you grow them up. Um, he grows them up little canes and whatever. Oh, okay. um, actually, this is the mate that sent me this. Is the man with your book? This is Alistair. Oh, okay. So he great. grew a lot of this last year. So I've got some. Amazing. I've got some lovely green ones. Yeah, yeah. And some lovely red ones. What I'm going to do is I'm going to leave you some. Your little spot where you do the bees bit, Thank you. and then you can take oh, some that'd home. Be nice. So that's a bit interesting. Um, you know. So what I'm saying, I suppose, is that I've always got something new. Yeah. Going on. I'll also leave you some seeds because I've got. Again, I think this is one thing that people can do. Well, I think, as well, if you remember it, you buy a packet of seeds and you don't necessarily use all of them. So instead of just putting them back in the drawer for another year, um, give them to someone. Yeah, share them. You know, we're doing it a little bit with plants. We've put a note up outside and the fellow that that does all the village sort of communication stuff, he's putting a message up when we've got too many plants and we're saying, right, they're outside the front of the house. Boom, 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 boom. 
yeah. they've been gone yeah, in no time at all. Yeah. Um, which, is, which is lovely, isn't it? You think yeah. that these things are all popping up. I hope they don't bring them back like if they die, but they remember that I've given to the, them to them. Sort of harking back to the whole VE day thing. Go back to the old-fashioned way of doing things and say, I'll give you a tray of plants and you give me six eggs from your chickens or, you know, I'll give yeah, you a, some good. seeds and some honey. Or It's the old way that we used to do things, isn't it? Someone bakes you a cake or a loaf of bread, something you need, you know. Yeah. Do you feel, still think we're going to have a better world after all this? I think that, unfortunately, it is down to us. And I would love to think that we're going to have a better world because there are so many things that we can learn as human beings from this whole experience to be better and more connected and more reflective and the importance of self-care and time. And, you know, you and I have both spoken you know, you know, privately about how this has been really very interesting for us professionally. To yeah. say, actually, you know what? This is much more like how I need my life to be. I don't need it being dictated by other people and being feel like I'm being pulled left, right, and centre, and just going with that and yeah. having a bit more control over it. I think there's so much positivity that can come out of this. The tragedy is that human beings are fundamentally um, habitual. You know, we habituate very quickly. We get used to things. We repeat the same behaviours, and you fall back into those behaviours very quickly. So my concern is that not. after all of this, we just go back to quote-unquote business as usual, you know, and life as normal. Yeah, I don't want to. This is an opportunity to say, hang on a minute, we've we've basically had an opportunity to press the reset button, right? Or the yeah. pause button. And so the sad thing is, that's not going to be dictated by anybody other than us because the difference starts and ends with all of us, right? Yeah, I, I just, like... I you know, I was like... A lot of this. This is not meant to sound too deep, meaningful, but I, I think I've, I've sort of dredged my deepest soul during mm-hmm. this, you know, and and I, from the bottom of my heart, just hope that like, if the goodness that comes out of this is that we get our heads round this fragile world, mm-hmm. and all of us just back off mm-hmm. a bit. Yeah then that would be great for another generation. Yeah. And the generation after that. And, and the generation. our generation. Let's be selfish yeah. about it too. We will enjoy it more too, right? Yeah. Wouldn't it be the day that somebody reports that those rivers, we've spoken a couple of times in this, in other episodes about the rivers in Italy and mm. Germany, I think, of you know, are, are running clear for the first time ever. The day that we start reporting that they're getting murkier again is the day that I think I'll probably shed a tear because we had the opportunity to do something about it. We saw how it could have been, and yet our arrogance and blindness and selfishness, and I say our, it will never be yours or mine or probably a lot of our listeners, but, you know, our species. So yeah, I hope d- yeah, maybe the positive will be we'll have a low more gardeners and and that will become a an undertone yeah and and with that undertone yeah that understanding a swill yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah I'd love to be part of that wouldn't you yeah it'd be flipping amazing yeah really would be as will everybody be being a part of it it will just feel monumentally great see that's the thing once we're allowed to go out and start socialising that's the impetus that's the spark that could light the blue touch paper there needs to be a movement to say right let's get growing this, even if it's not about allotments, it could be about sharing front gardens. It could be grow, grow this world better. Yes, we'll work on that. But yeah, 
That is the concept, isn't it? <laughs> you didn't like that as a strap line, no? It'll be all right, mate. It's fine. We can nudge it into shape. But if I get... I could maybe get Max Boyce to say it. Yeah. Grow your world better. Then it would sound... It would, see, he'd give it another, wouldn't he? He would. I know, like, that I don't always necessarily... Which you just pointed out, you know, sound that eloquent at times. You don't have to sound eloquent. It doesn't matter what you sound like or what you look like. Everything in humanity comes from the heart, right? Everything is about an inner sense. Talking about heart, I ran 10k this morning. <laughs> You're right, fella. There... <laughs> Me heart, apparently. Talking about my heart. <gasps> yeah, I am. I've done it quite a bit, but what, um, the kids keep questioning me as to what I've pushed my heart rate to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, why yeah. you come back? <laughs> no, exactly. No, they um they do take the Mickey out of me a bit, but do you know what? They can't run 10k, mate. No, right, well there you go. They should feel ashamed of themselves, shouldn't they? They should. Here's an interesting segue. That means you can't either, can you? Do you know what? I was trying to think when the last day... Is that five miles, 10k? Mm, it's 6.212. Okay. okay. Not that I... No. I think what? it is, actually. I think it's 6.212 miles in 10k. I used to like cross-country at school. I used to like more cross-country and then lag into the back and then sitting with the ducks a bit. I used to like that quite a lot. Yeah, um, I could see that. But I did. I like running. I haven't done running for a long time. In fact, when I moved here, I promised myself that I would run, I, live in the middle of nowhere. I love running. Run around the fen. Yeah. There's a freedom and a... And, of course, it increases alpha brain waves and, and elevates your heart rate. And, of course, with the heart rate, you get a nice release of oxytocin. So you get that wonderful feel-good chemicals and feelings through your body. You come back feeling good about it, right? Yeah, yeah, you're right. It does work, though. Uh, this is, yeah, usually it does. Here's the tenuous link, right, from heart rate Go to chilli. Because chilli raises your heart rate. It so does. So I potted on your chilli. So oh, you gave me, you left me these yeah. little chillies that we sowed yeah. uh, in the podcast ages ago. And then you grew them on and you were all sort of proud about the fact they'd come on. And obviously it gets to the point where you keep looking at the bottom of the pot. And when the roots start to come out of the pot, then that's a good indication of the plant saying, can I have a bit more space? Or, or I can have more space. And so I potted them on into bigger pots. And they're looking great. They're looking amazing. So they're just marginally bigger. I think we went from probably a nine centimetre pot and I've put them in a, I don't know, whatever they are in now, a 15 centimetre pot or something, 20 centimetre, not very good with length, 15 inches, something yeah. like that. Um, yeah, I could imagine <laughs> you exaggerating. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I bet, like, right, I'm going to stop you. Now. I'm going to stop you, right? Well, and I'm going to ask you something. Yeah. When you've just been telling me that, yeah. I bet yeah. there was a huge smile on your face. Yeah, there was. There still is a huge smile on my face. It's lovely to see. That's the bit, isn't it? And see, I can't that's wait, the bit. Isn't it? That's the bit that we've got to jar. We've got to get that in little jars. Yeah. You know, and and get that to people and go. This is what gardening does, to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what gardening does, the my spark. friend. The moment that comes out of that yeah. soil, yeah. it starts to come alive. That will put a smile yeah. on your face. You'll carry that smile. You'll nurture that thing. Yeah. If you can get that thing, eventually to the table. Yeah. That will feel like an incredibly proud moment. That's and I might sound smile, like a nutter, but. He's special. Yeah. He's special. And I think as well, I've decided as well that what I'm going to do with the garden is celebrate it. Mm -hmm. I was very nervous about when I did those two, you know, those Gardener's World programmes when all the, you know, when Monty was in lockdown and they couldn't go there and this, that and the other. And I felt very nervous about the tone and this, that and the other and didn't want to show too many pretty pictures and uh -huh. show off to people that, oh, you know, look at my nice garden and... Uh -huh. And then we went out, and the messages started coming through. Thank you for sharing, and then the questions, and then this, yep. and then that, and 
And you realise that so many people were getting joy from yes. a simple sure. picture yeah, of yeah. something beautiful. Yeah. And, and then it started to click that we should all be celebrating of course. with each other. Of course. Not it's not about showing off. No, it's not um, a competition. No. It's just saying here's a little bit of my paradise to share with everybody yeah. else. Of course. So I've is. tried doing a little bit on so I tried I don't know if you've noticed, I've done a bit more on social media. Yeah, I have noticed. Joy of the day. I like I've been joy doing today. that. It's lovely. Sometimes I forget. I'll sit in bed and go, oh my God, I haven't I've done, it. I've done yeah, a joy yeah. yet. And then I sit there in bed finding a picture. Um, and then I've done a few little videos early in the morning when I'm out there by myself. Okay, that's nice. I do that often because I think it's, that is a magical moment yeah. in the garden. And I, I don't mind unashamedly sharing that. No, I love I've when your bees were going mental. Yeah. When you had the yeah, time of year. Though, right? And I suppose that, look, before we round up, mate, give us an idea on what's going on in the bee world this time of year. Because mine... Are busy. I'm yeah. telling you, they're busy, and even to the point, I was doing a bit of voiceover the other day for a um, for like the Chelsea Flower Show coverage, yeah. right? So I'm 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 recording on my little microphone thing, and where I was 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 round near the Comfrey. Um, we got yeah. some of that. We're all over that. The buzz yeah. was like you could hear it on the microphone, um, so I had to walk away from it, and and I went in and had a proper sort of investigate. And I am paying that attention to every little detail, so I know that there's a there's a lot of different species of bees in this garden. Sure. But but I've been keeping an eye on mine as you, well. You want a real yeah. lovely. I think I've mentioned it once before here. You want a real good bee loving flower, or, or nectar and pollen pollen providing flower, like for example phacelia. So I planted a massive bed of phacelia. It was yeah. where the roses are. I've got a rose bed. Yeah. And I, rather than just leaving it soil or bark, I underplanted it with phacelia. Yeah. And that first year, same thing. You walk around the corner and it hit you, this buzz. And we counted 32, I think, different types of bee on there. Bumblebee, honeybees, etc. Wow. Et um, just on that one little border. And, and that, I thought, that was the first insight to me to realise just how simple this whole thing was, right? Um, so this time of the year, as the weather begins to warm, that prompts the queen to start laying eggs yep because as the weather warms instinctively they know there are going to be more flowers mm. therefore there's more food therefore if there's more food there's more food to sustain a bigger colony and obviously a bigger colony means size and they can reproduce and continue the species on um an interesting thing about honey actually is that a lot of people think about um honey as a as a day-to-day -day nutritional food for bees but it, it's not but bees create honey um, to store for the winter. Yeah. It's like an emergency food reserve for yeah. them. So day to day, they're gorging on nectar yeah. uh, and pollen and, and creating food. That's why some of them come back a bit fat. That's it. <laughs> Tubby yeah. bees. Yeah, they yeah. do, don't they? A bit slow and a bit low. It's fascinating. <laughs> you, so when you start paying attention, you see the ones that are bringing back, you know, yeah. in a sense, covered in, you know, the old pollen. leg sacks and they're covered in pollen yeah. and, and the other ones must be a little full of... Yeah. It's like they're... Also, it's a bit like they're, they're having a bit of a... They've been to the pub. A little bit it's Sunday lunchtime, yeah. you know, and they've, they've come back and gone, Whoa, hold on, hold on, I think I can make it, I think I can make it. It's one of them, isn't it? And yeah. he, I, I sometimes watching a little thing, and I wonder whether they, some of them hit the wall, yeah, and then right. they, yeah. they move over and then they go up yeah. into the hive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. brilliant. So you, you'll find that your colony is going from sort of 10-ish thousand bees overwintered, and it all, I mean, the queen will start laying now 
as many as sort of a thousand eggs a day. Wow. Uh, that, so how many is that in a, a... good prolific queen. And is that in day... No, not in day, because like, be, she'll be inside there anyway. But So is that over 24 hours, or does she have a rest, or what? No, pr yeah, so they all bees sleep yeah. um, in a sort of strange sort of way. Um, and the queen does rest, absolutely. Her laying is dictated on energy, obviously, so yeah. she needs to be fed. So you'll find that the colonies that are stronger and of the species that have an instinct to go off and find pollen and nectar and keep bringing it in, even when the weather's not so great, that means she can continue to be fed, so she'll continue to lay, because that's all she does. The queen just literally wanders around all the time. She doesn't even feed herself. She's fed by a group of other worker bees, and she just lays eggs. At the height of the summer, she'll be laying 2,000 eggs a day. Um, so the problem at this time of the year... Oh is that very quickly the colony has spent, you know, six months, I guess, over winter at 10,000 bees-ish, right? I'm using kind of round numbers here as, to give an example. They then notice that the queen starts laying, oh, hang on a minute, there's loads of eggs, loads of larva, we need to get some more food in, that food needs to be stored in cells, those eggs are going to hatch, it's going to create loads of space, and so the instinct kicks in to swarm, yeah. because they realise that very quickly they're going to run out of space. Yeah. So they then start to build queen cups, and these are like little wax saucers. That's what you've shown me them. In the, yeah, 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 yeah. The queen will lay in that. As yeah. soon as that egg is laid in there and it hatches three days later, they'll start to feed that royal jelly um, in order to develop their own queen. I tell you what, I'm going to stop you there. Yeah. Tell people about royal jelly, because you, when we had a conversation, what, 18 months ago mm. about royal jelly, I was like, I was fascinated, but I was also a bit upset. Tell me about... So royal jelly is only produced as yeah. food for bees. That's yeah. the only reason they produce it. And all bees are fed a little bit of royal jelly to sort of kickstart them um, for, for a very short period of time, like a day or so. And it's high in vitamins and amino acids and, um, and various other things. It's, it's very, very, very high, nutrient-rich. A queen bee, though is almost solely fed royal jelly. Yeah. So the whole period that she is a larva, and they pump this cell full of royal jelly, and that is the difference. It creates a genetic trigger that changes that egg, that larva, which starts as a normal larva, but if it's fed royal jelly only, it becomes a queen bee. So it's hugely important to them, in the same way that pollen is a food source. It's not spare, they don't do it for fun. It's there as a protein source to feed baby bees. So, the slightly... There's an undertone to this, mate. There yeah, is just, an undertone I think you should share it, because I, I think it, it's I'm, quite important. I'm not ethically okay with this. Um, and it's, you know, people often challenge me and say, well, how can you say you're an ethical beekeeper because you keep bees? Well, I don't keep them. I provide a box and I support them and to stop yeah. them from getting disease. And this is why I'm not an ethical beekeeper, why I am, sorry, an ethical beekeeper, is because we don't harvest the royal jelly. Yeah. Now, royal jelly, you can find it in some honey. Some people put it in honey. Um, it's used a lot in anti-aging creams yeah. and cosmetics. And, and to be fair, don't get me wrong, but you can see that you don't use that. <laughs> yeah, so that's good. So that, that, all, that, all adds to, that, that adds to it, though, mate. That, that means that you're real. You haven't seen me on World Naked Gardening Day, though, mate. Then you'd go, cool, at least a fountain in your youth. Did you, did you didn't do that, did Blowing you? Blowing in the wind, eh? You didn't do it, did <laughs> no, you? No, I didn't, no. No, I, I got asked to do a calendar once. Um, I did, seriously, I got asked to do a calendar. Yeah. <laughs> and turned out it was just a pervert from Dumfries and she just wanted pictures of you, right? Yeah, I sent them. <laughs> so, um, the, the slightly unethical thing is that people harvest this royal jelly, they vacuum it out of the cells. Yeah. 
Um, so they make the colonies queenless in order to force the bees to create queen cells. They then, you know, vacuum out this stuff and then they use this royal jelly. And I just think it's fundamentally unethical to take something like that that's so precious and so important, puts extra stress on the colony, to use in such minuscule amounts. But here's the real rub for me. If you put it in honey, well, by the time your gut acid, it hits your gut acid, it, it, it's going to have next to zero effect because you're not eating it in a quantity that is decent enough for it to be yeah. doing anything. You'd need to be in bucket loads of the stuff, right? Yeah. So it's not even like you could argue the toss to say, well, yeah, okay, but, you know, we farm the bees in order to get this because it's really important for human health or whatever. Because let's face it, you know, we're not going to go into this, but you could argue the ethics about cow's milk and yeah. all this other stuff, right? But the fact of the matter is that it's not even something that's going to be that your body's going to get any nutrients out of. And royal jelly, as far as I'm aware, and I, I checked in my studies, and there is no scientific evidence to prove that it actually is of any benefit to human. The same with venom. You know, there's a big thing yeah, in Asia yeah. where they force the bees to sting them because they think that venom therapy is important. There's zero evidence to, to prove that it that actually does anything. That goes back to my first thing about, you know, you know, I love that idea of who did it first. Yeah. Who yeah. all of a sudden decided that <laughs> this is a good idea. <laughs> yeah, it hurts like really a lot, but it yeah. must be good for me because it's painful. <laughs> Men <laughs> mental. So, uh, so, yeah, so, yeah, I think that I, it's interesting, though, isn't it? Because I, I think that, you know, it's made me stop and think, you know, and I think, we, again, yeah. when I was taught to do bees at, you know, 17 years old, I don't think that was necessarily even part of the conversation. No, I don't think there's a lot of things that are part of the conversation. You know, I'm, I'm, and I can remember my, you know, my nan talking about royal jelly with, you know, face creams and yeah. that sort of stuff, and it goes back that oh, yeah, yeah. far, doesn't it? Yeah, it's you, not new, and, and, you, I think and you would imagine the... with all the all the stuff that goes on now that there would be this can't be better. Oh, of course. I can't believe we're talking about skincare. Now. But here's the thing. I can. But here's the thing. <laughs> Do you know what? Talking about that. One of my kids bought me for Christmas. Yeah. She thought it was really nice. She bought me... It didn't have it then, because I actually read it and checked. Yeah. But she... Some anti-aging stuff that goes under my eyes. Oh, yeah. Next time we see each other, could you tell me, like, if I am... Mm-hmm. Looking a bit old. Oh, I'll tell you. I know you will, bitch. <laughs> hey? You've got that side to you, haven't you? Hey? Um, so, listen, one quick yeah, shout-out. sorry. Out. One quick shout-out. Swine's Meadow. Right. Now... This is a nursery near me. And me? Well, it's nearer me. I'm he a, likes I'm me more than it. you. Because <laughs> I'm a proper plantsman, he says. That well, jazz. Hey, but... He only likes you because you drop honey in. Uh, well, that is true. But I picked up a load of pots ever. I didn't even think about it. I was moving them to the car because I bought them. And he said, oh, you've got plantsman's hands. And I said, what does that mean? And he said, well, because you picked up, like, no effort, just picked up, like, nine pots, you know, all yeah. together. You know, like, you used to do in a That's bar, a sales... You know, yeah. That's a sales... T- he's got that he one nailed. Job. What doing? Well, working there, right? He said we could call it Jez's Meadow Farm Nursery, or thing. I think he said that. I might have made that bit up. I don't think he said that. <laughs> he's lovely, isn't he? He is, Colin. Um, so he's... I said, we're not taking requests, so please don't um, send stuff in. He's not paid for this. It's not advertising. More of the pity. Um, but, <laughs> but I did say, if we find a little gem... We should share it with people. Yeah, and I, and I think that can be a bigger conversation because I think yeah. there's lots of there's lots of little Collins. Yeah. Um, all and over the place. Now moving online, right? They've and got I th- to sell their plants. And I think for the guys, I was I, I did an interview thing yesterday, mate, and 
I I was asked, I think it was for Radio Times, it was something like that, it was for the Radio Times for, about Chelsea, but I was asked that question about the industry. You know, the horticultural industry has taken a massive hit on all sorts of levels, and I think that there's loads of Collins out there. Yes. I think, keep an eye on locally, so even interestingly, you know, our little local village news yep. starts to ping up what's going on, where you can get stuff. But there's also a website, the Horticultural Trades Association, I don't know if we've mentioned this before. Briefly, so, I think. HTA. Yeah. On there, they are, so all of their members, yeah. anybody that's actually delivering or has got some sort of online present or oh, arrangement, okay. um, you can get that information on there. But if they're not members, that doesn't mean that you can't find stuff. I think yeah. it's... So I guess so you Google do, something like independent plant nursery I, near me or something. It, well, I've done that, but I've also done interesting things like looked at like the RHS Plant Finder. So you can okay. find information about that online. Yes. And then you can look and you can find nurseries that are near to you. Then yeah. you can do, all right, it's not a five-minute job, don't yeah, get me yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah. But but then you can find information and maybe find, you know, two or three of the local little specialists, the family-type yeah. business, the Colin-type businesses, yeah, yeah. really, that, are, that we want those businesses out the other side of it, especially yeah. us people that love plants. Yeah. We don't want those people to disappear, you know. So if we can help support yeah. them so yeah i bought a um I, I bought a load of stuff of colin and um he put a few pictures up on social media and i kept sending them save me one of them <laughs> save me one of them save well, me one of them well that that was the reason for mentioning him is that okay and he's a bit different in the sense that he's he specializes in rare plants yeah right? but often these independent nurseries they've got the time or the inclination or just their own fascination to go off on a tangent and yeah. find little things that you wouldn't find elsewhere. Like yeah. you were on about your... What did you say? You are growing spinach? Oh, yeah, the, um, spinach. the Malabar. Right. So, I mean, that's one end of the scale and Collins, I guess, yeah. the other. But the point is just people... Things you've not seen before. Yeah, yeah. And I think now's an interesting time for everybody to think... Well, maybe I'll grow something different, or you know, oh, yeah. I'll bring a bit of joy into my life because it's a bit rubbish being locked down. And okay, I'm grateful I've got a garden, but oh, I'll try a different plant or yeah. something. You know? I've done it. I've spent a lot more time online looking. <laughs> yeah, a lot more time online looking at at things. You know, going into more detail about plants and bits and pieces. So. Yeah, you're right, and you know it's just using the time. Yeah, well, isn't it? But I think yeah, the horticultural industry. It does. You know, a lot of them are my friends. You, yeah. you know, it feels like a family. Um, anything we can do to support, then that's got to be a good thing, isn't it? Yeah, it has absolutely. So go find yourself a Colin. Yeah. Because we don't want to lose Collins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting the neck if we don't mention. Yeah, her, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah. she basically runs the show. Yeah, I did say to him. Um, actually, maybe we could do. I said to him. Um, after all this, if if you wanted me to go over and, and do a talk or something, you want yeah. to set it up with a nursery, then... He does plant talks there. They're yeah, really he does. Popular. Yeah, then... I think he's quite sort of well-respected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a knowledgeable fella. He he's is, he's he? knowledgeable. Yeah, he's him that's got me, but he's slightly obsessed with hydrangeas because he? he's got like... Oh, he loves them. Yeah. Come and have a look at this. He told Come me when he this. first moved there, that garden... Is he showing you around the little jungle area? Yeah. Like, a, Right, so when he moved there, that was just lawn, he said, with beds either yeah. side with hydrangeas. And he said he absolutely hated them. It was old people's flowers, he said. Yeah, no, that's right. He ripped them all out, and then he said... But now he's obsessed with them, because there's yeah. so many different uh, types, right? 
when you come back over and, you know, later on in the year, I've got quite a few in and around the edges of the woodland, you know, and I'll just show you the different yeah. types because even from different leaves, different flowers, slightly different needing, different conditions, um, quite a fascinating group of plants. And I was yeah. exactly that person. You know, I was moved to Devon, Parks Department, uh, hydrangeas growing out of every single park yeah, yeah, yeah. they'd have these carnivals once a year the biggest thing in the carnival yeah. would be that actually everybody wanted hydrangea flowers to decorate yeah. their floats that's how big a part hydrangeas played in my life it was like sure. oh yeah they're those plants yeah. now all, it always used to be the same one as well yeah. didn't they whereas now <laughs> I've gone down the road of looking at all these different um, and I, I yeah I quite miss you know it would be nice to that's why I think the shows and things like that is, yeah. is sad that we've lost because also, it's those little catch-ups you realise, you know, so as we're speaking, I should be at the Chelsea Flower Show building a garden. And it's not just going to the flower show and building a garden. It's seeing the man that does the security, yeah. the man that does the traffic, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. the old boy that, that kicks you off the site at the end of the, yeah. with his Alsatian dog, yeah. you know, the old girls that come back and, you know, they're doing the tea art every year yeah. and someone's doing it. It's that, yeah, it's, it's that bit that, that for me, I'm sorely missing. Well, we're um, very grateful that you're spending your Chelsea time with us this year. So thank you for that. Oh, yeah. Cause it, well, because it'll be special, right? We so could have done one down there. We did talk about that, didn't we? We did talk about that. And I think we should talk very seriously about that for next year. Yeah. Um, which is a nice point for me to leave on something. This is the last thing I've got to say today. So it's up to you if you want to um, carry on or we wrap up. But... Um, we've I'd taken a real not did you phone me or did I phone you <laughs> you're, such, you're so tight it's Wi-Fi fella um, okay. someone's still got to pay for it <laughs> Mrs Frost she'll pay for it both I think that's the only way this is, the whole thing's going to work is if she kind of keeps it all together right? she's been a soldier you know I know well she is a soldier she's a lovely she's girl. been she's gone into cleaning though boy she's a wonderful woman isn't she she's Frost. gone into cleaning though it's all right, isn't it? Cleaning what? Everything. Oh, right. It's boredom, that is, mate. You've I know got to it step is. Step up, fella. Put one of your special. I'm pink trying to do my best. On. I've done all that. <laughs> I'll tell you what, boy. I've given it. I've oh, given yeah. it everything. Yeah, I've tried. You know, I've left little notes. I've done this. I've yeah. left messages on the mirror. Oh, right, okay. Bit on a desk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've tried it all. <laughs> do you think it's just time, or I don't know. Um, but, but I did a little bit of a U-turn because I've got a little bit of time. I'm finding and so, it hard. So I've created um, a whole big area of the garden. I've, I've, You're not interested, are you? No, I've designated as nectar gardens. And this morning I came out and it's just come into flower is philictrum. And I flipping love philictrums. You know, you can get the little bell ones or the, or the like the fluffy flowers, yeah. the starry shaped flowers. And the bees were all over them this morning. I'll really tell you what, it. I'm going to give you one to get your hands on, all right? Oh, no. Yeah. It's not black stockings, is it? Because I've got that. Yeah. Isn't it gorgeous? It's, it's lovely. my favourite. Do you know what? I said, they filmed the garden as well once, right? And I was film planting it. Uh-huh. So I do me a little bit about black stockings. I'll turn the camera. Who doesn't like a black stocking? Oh, dude. You little that, But that's got to be lovely right? for a Friday night. And it just to put a smile on Mavis's oh. and Maudie's face. What do they do? How is Mrs Frost not... They cut it. Oh, they didn't. And you, and you just think, those lovely little lines that... Yeah. You know? That's I what I just like. It, I'd love it after dark, you know. Maybe they could finish with Monty with Gardens World. Yeah. And then, you know, yeah, you're just laughing. I bet you are laughing. But then, we could have an after dark with Frosty. What do you reckon that? That'd be alright, really wouldn't it? I like that. 
Do you think we should maybe do, if this lockdown's going to carry on for a while, do you think we should open a beer and have a, like a, we should probably restrict it. It should only be like half an hour or 45 minutes or something. Yeah, if we, we get... should. <laughs> I think we'd do one like that. Interestingly enough, though, not that, you know, things have gone in that direction, but the moment that you mentioned nectar, <laughs> I thought about beer. <laughs> I did. Which, like, then went, oh, oh, no, he's talking about plants. Oh, he's talking about sharing. First ah, you pull ah, yourself ah, together, son. <laughs> But yeah, I did instantly go to Nectar. I think but there's something. Our Chelsea garden should be based on um, my new name for my garden at home, the Nectar Gardens. I like that, boy. I like that. I've trademarked it, so we can use that. I'll have flowing pools and, you know. Yeah, alcohol runs, it's big in the history of my family. <laughs> no, seriously, it is. Oh, you yeah. well. well, maybe. There's no, the my, funny thing. No, my great grand, seriously, my great granddad, right? He fell in a vat, yeah? Fell? Fell in a vat. He, he worked in a factory. He right. fell in a vat. Yeah. Yeah? Of what? What of? Yeah. It was like whiskey. Wow. He fell in. Did he die? Well, they tried to rescue him. Yeah? Four blokes tried to rescue him. Yeah. yeah? Is this a joke? He fought them off. <laughs> Eh? Mate, I thought you were being serious then. For the first time ever, I felt a tiny bit of sympathy. And this is why this relationship will never be sustained, because you abuse that. <laughs> That's good, though, isn't it? Uh, thanks I so think, much for tuning in again. I think my granddad told me that one. I can only apologise. My granddad told me that joke. Don't forget to subscribe. Share it if you love it. Review it as well if you love it. That would be really lovely. And let someone you know like about it as well. They're welcome to join us too, aren't they, Mr Frost? If they want to. Listen, it's been a lovely day. Don't spoil it by being miserable. I'm not going to be miserable. Oh, I will have a moment with you all. Um, just to say, actually, I want to do the thank you for listening um, and have a little serious moment. But please look after yourselves. Be safe. And... Um, and yeah, we'll keep doing it, obviously, until he gets bored, which, you know, probably will be soon. Bye-bye, everybody. I won't get bored. Not of you, and not of them. I like and today, actually, this. the way you started doing a little bit more. I quite like the therapy bit. <laughs> the moment you started doing the therapy bit, I felt a little bit more chilled inside. Can we just have a tiny little... We're just going to add a word to that. Unremunerated therapy, Adam Frost. Oh. I like the behavioural therapist side of you. No, I do. See, I'm not taking a mic. See, that's the problem with me. You think that I'm taking a mic all Why the time. I think you should have stuck at that. Thank you. Why can't you love the beekeeper, me? Why can't you just love me? Huh? I do, but the, 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 the behavioural one sounds a bit more interesting. Right. I'll be honest with you. Thanks. There's something I really wanted right now is to be told that my whole life is pointless. It's not pointless, but if you'd have stuck at something... <laughs> I think you'd have got more out of it. Say goodbye, Adam Frost. Anyway, yeah, I think... Just two seconds, look. Finish. But just that moment of... And I think that everybody... Just take a moment in your garden and just stop. And even if you haven't got the garden, just open the window. Put your phone down. Yeah, and take a moment. That was lovely, wasn't it? That was really lovely. I feel like I've had an oily massage. Thank you. See, you can't leave it, can you? You really can't leave it.